Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown, Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide, Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide, Coca-Cola, taste the feeling, Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today, Toyota, let's go places, and by Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Now. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, here is your host, the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Tuscaloosa. Cold, cold night, uh, 34 degrees with a wind chill that makes it feel like it's in the 20s. Todd Robbins is sitting in for Tom Stipe tonight as our engineer. The only thing we did was put you in charge of the temperature, and you couldn't quite handle it. But uh, Tom is with the basketball team in Charleston, South Carolina. Tough day today for the uh, men's uh, basketballers. They lost to Northeastern 68-52. to John Petty had 17. They'll play tomorrow against Ball State University in the second round of that tournament in Charleston. But tonight we've got lots to talk about. In addition to hoops and much more, we'll be joined uh, to open the show by uh, Marie Robbins. Marie is the Senior Associate Athletics Director and a Senior Women's Administrator here at the University of Alabama. But uh, she has been uh, keenly involved in the university's uh, campaign that uh, has to do with the United Way. Champions United, a tradition of caring, serving, and giving. And we'll be talking with all with the Marie about all of that and other goings-on at the university. We've got Rick Carley joining us tonight. Rick, uh, better than 30 years now, sports director at BRC Fox 6 in Birmingham. He'll be uh, stopping by as our special media guest. And, of course, at the top of the hour, Coach Nick Saban will be here taking your calls and comments. If you'd like to get on board, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline is available to you right now at 877-202-BAMA. It's a toll-free call, 877-202-BAMA. And you know, with every team seemingly at the university in action, with the rarest of exceptions, the best way for you to stay up to date on all the latest goings-on on the Crimson Tide athletic scene is by tuning in to Tide TV this week. Hope you've seen it. It's presented by Renaissance Bank. You can check your local listings for the airtimes in your area. And don't forget that Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented each and every week by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. When we come back, Marie Robbins joins us to get the show going right after these messages here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So disruption, yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. 
Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Built Ford Proud. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Everwood Treatment, an Alabama-based family-owned company, has been supplying quality pressure-treated lumber for over 30 years. As the official pressure-treated lumber of Alabama Athletics, we know the real work is done before game day. Everwood Treatment's process produces wood treated right. Our service-oriented team is dedicated to your shopping experience. If you need it, we'll get it. For a dealer near you, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, the official treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide, your treated wood source. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith. College football is here, which means it's tailgating season. Meat sizzling on the grill, a cold drink in your hand, and great music on the speakers. You've got to love it. Get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats, everything you need is at your local store or academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all for less. Man, now I'm really craving a burger. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness. And packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Welcome back, everybody. It's Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show continue from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. You know what would be great on a day like today? Getting off a cruise ship in Cozumel, Mexico. Get away from the chill. Well, listen, the inaugural Crimson Tide Cruise will be setting sail from Mobile to Cozumel in February. You can cruise with Crimson Tide football legends, make new friends, all sorts of memories. Book your cabin now before it sells out. CrimsonTideCruise.com, or if it uh, is easier for you, just call toll-free 888-909-BAMA. The inaugural Crimson Tide Cruise in February, Roll Tide, and Cruise with the Tide. And now it's time for our first guest of the evening who joins us courtesy of Everwood Treatment Company. Everwood, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. I've known this young lady for many, many years, the senior women's administrator at the university, senior associate athletic director, lawyer, gymnast, you just keep checking off all those columns, Marie Robbins. Great to see you. How you doing? Oh, great to see you, Eli. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's it's been a while since you've competed as a gymnast, but you were part. Correct me if I'm wrong. You you were part of the first championship team here, weren't you? Yes, I was. It's amazing how that program has flourished, and now, of course, Dana has picked right up after uh, Sarah stepped aside, and uh, it's it's still going gangbusters. You know, it really is. I mean, just. You know, I'm blessed to have had the opportunity. You know, I'm a 
you know, from Northern Virginia and to have an opportunity to come to the University of Alabama on, you know, a scholarship. And, you know, I don't take that for granted. Our young people don't take that for granted or shouldn't. And uh, just so many great memories and, you know, lifelong friends. Yeah. As an administrator now and uh, keeping close tabs on the entire picture, but certainly on women's sports, is it a, a job that can give you a lot of good warmth in your heart? I mean, do you... Uh, feel the kind of reward as an administrator that maybe you had as a as a competitive athlete or coming out of the law school or something like that? You know, I do. I think, uh, you know, I started my career at the Southeastern Conference office. Sure. It was a great foundation, but, you know, at the time there were 12 schools, now 14. It's all for 12. Yeah. You know, and you're removed to a large degree from what it's really all about, and that's preparing young people for success. Uh, academically and uh, on the athletic fields and then preparing them for the next chapter and so being at the University of Alabama and you know any institution as an athletics administrator you just get to live that and prepare young people and so that's what's rewarding for me. You know what part of what has made Nick Saban so special is his ability to adjust to the changing society to the changing student athlete of today uh, how about from your vantage point as an administrator, how difficult has it been for you and others to adjust to a changing world and the changing student body? Yeah, you know, and you have to. You yeah. have to adapt. If Otherwise, you're you know, not going to be successful. And I think that we have the, the right leadership in Greg Byrne and Dr. Bell, of course, and the people that Greg surrounded himself with. Mm -hmm. um, to, to adapt, and sure. if you don't, then you're gonna be left behind. But I think you know all of our coaches, our staff, you know, are very cognizant of adapting as we move forward. Let's talk about the United Way, and uh, that's something that you have been keenly involved with because intercollegiate athletics this year is the host division at the university for the uh, school-wide campaign. We always talk United Way, United Way, this is how you can help, here's how you can help. A lot of folks don't know what the heck the United Way is and where do their dollars go? Let's start there and, and build up from that point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's the United Way of West Alabama and the United Way of West Alabama is 26 partner agencies that support the nine counties in the West Alabama area. And mm -hmm. quite frankly, it, it's real for the people in this community and our surrounding uh, counties of Tuscaloosa and beyond. And, you know, one in four people in our community in West Alabama are impacted by the services that United Way agencies provide. I was shocked, to be quite honest. Uh, you sent me two videos uh, a couple of days ago. I didn't realize how many people within the family of the University of Alabama have been impacted. Uh, I mean, the, the videos, I mean, folks were shedding tears. They were store. I've worked with Aaron Jordan from Sports Information, Media Relations. I never knew that his folks were vision impaired and how they had been impacted. It, it's remarkable how many folks have been involved and, and have felt uh, the help of United Way. Yeah, you know, and everybody has a story and not everybody knows each other's story, but we were, um, you know, real fortunate. We, you know, reached out to our staff and, you know, just right away folks stepped up and wanted to share their story because it's important to them, it impacts them, and we've had student athletes you know, most particularly involved with some of these United Way agencies. We have Reagan sure. Dykes on our softball team. She's a, a big sister with Big Brothers Big Sisters. And we have staff members who, you know, work every day in every, you know, nights and weekends, and yet they find time to serve our people in our community. You and uh, Jeff Purinton co-chaired the uh, university's uh, project, the United Way campaign. 
and the campaign ends Friday, so that's tomorrow. Uh, what can people do at this relative late stage in this drive to still participate? You know, I think they, A, if you know, you're uh, willing to give, you can go to the community affairs office over in Rose administration and give. But more importantly, it's just serving people and caring. And so it, particularly at this time of Thanksgiving and the season is, you know, if you have time or, you know, find a carve out a niche of time to go serve one of these United Way agencies or, or give back to the community. And that's really what it's all about, again, because we're impacting people directly in this community. Marie Robbins is with us. We're going to continue. There's lots more to talk about, so don't you go away. But we do have to break and take care of a little business. The Nick Saban Show and Hey Coach. Of course, the coach joins us at the top of the hour as we roll on from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. We're back in just a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pull me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's important to buckle up your kids. I know. Sometimes car seats can be complicated. I know. And if your child's in the wrong seat and you get into a crash. I know. It could lead to a serious injury. I know. So you're 100% sure you have the right car seat for your child's age and size? I don't know. Don't think you know. Know you know. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Make sure you have the right car seat. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. It's Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show roll on from Tuscaloosa. The performance of the week is something we bring you each and every Thursday on the show. Sponsored by our friends at Cooper Tire. You can visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. And again tonight... You're going to have to reti retire this award pretty soon. Our honoree is Alabama defensive lineman Quinnen Williams, who again was named the SEC's Defensive Lineman of the Week for his play against Mississippi State last Saturday. Q earned the league honors for the second week in a row, third time this year. He led the tied defense in that 24 to nothing shutout over the Bulldogs. Quinnen finished the game with six tackles, two tackles for loss, one sack, and, of course, that overall defensive effort held the Bulldogs to 44 yards rushing, 
and 169 yards overall. So congratulations to Quinn and Williams, our Cooper Tire Performer of the Week. Visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. Cooper Tires, an American company since 1914. Bama's Senior Associate Athletic Director, Marie Robbins, joining us here as we talk about uh, all sports. You, of course, although widely involved, uh, zero in on the women's uh, side of things. But I've always been so impressed at this university how it doesn't matter who needs what. If a women's program needs something and a, a men's coach can help out, they do. If it's vice versa, they do. It's, it's, it's really remarkable to see that, that co-mingling of efforts for the benefit of the university. You know, it really is. And I, you know, our coaches are to credit for that. And they collaborate with one another. They support one another. And, you know, they might not see each other for a week or so, but, you know, they come out and they support each other at the games. They, you know, bounce ideas off of one another. And I think that, you know, success breeds success. And that starts at the top with Coach Saban. And so I uh, appreciate his leadership for all of our sports, but uh, our coaches really work well together. Of course, there's so much going on, swimming and diving. They're at the Georgia Tech Invitational throughout the weekend. Uh, men and women's basketball on the road. The men in Charleston, the ladies are playing SMU in Dallas, having just come back from Utah. Volleyball is on the road against Ole Miss. Uh, next week, sandwiched in around Thanksgiving, we've got volleyball and women's basketball going on. Absolutely, so when you're tired of eating, or shopping. we got a lot going on next week and Thanksgiving week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Wednesday, volleyball against Texas A&M. Friday, women's hoops against Grambling, and that's a 2 o'clock tip. And then at 7 that night, volleyball against Arkansas. And, of course, uh, football has the Citadel this Saturday and the Iron Bowl next weekend. Look into the, uh, into the crystal ball, if you would. And I say, all right, Marie, what's your wish for this athletic department? And Let's zero in on the ladies, although we can certainly uh, broaden out to the entire athletic department in concert with Greg Byrne and Jeff Purinton and so many others. Uh, what do you see as the immediate future for the athletic department? Well, in the crystal ball, I would win a national championship in every sport, right? There you go. There you go. So, you know, that's our goal. It's compete for championships. Sure. And, uh, but, you know, we have uh, a lot of great young people in our department, and, uh, you know, I think just... My wish and my motivation day in and day out, I think I share that with the rest of our staff uh, across the board, is just to prepare young people for success uh, on the fields and off the fields, play and prepare them for the next chapter. So uh, that's our motivation every day. But again, folks, we can, we'd love to motivate you to get involved, even though the uh, campaign technically ends tomorrow. There's never an end date on contributions to the United Way. Champions United, a tradition of caring, serving, and giving. That's how the university is involved through uh, the leadership of uh, Marie and, and Jeff Purinton and so many others. And I, I thank you for all that you've done. It's, it's great. It's time that we sat around here and shot the breeze a little bit. Where you been? I've loved it, yeah. It's good. We'll have to have you on again soon. Well, you know, if I didn't do too bad, I'll be glad you to come back. You didn't do too badly at all. Hey, Marie? Gang, come out this Saturday now. We need you for Citadel. We need you down the stretch here. And so... Uh, Let's get it done. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Great to see you. Thank you. Marie Robbins joining us here, Senior Associate Athletics Director and Senior Women's Administrator at the University of Alabama. We've got more coming up in a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. 
Hear ye, hear ye. I bringeth thee a message from... Ahem, a message from the king and his new trumpeteer, Stephen. The king wishes me to convey his favor to thine team and thine tailgate. Not yet. He invites thee to let the bot light flow forth. And he also wishes me to tell thee that he toasts thee. Waiteth until the end, Stephen. With game day's favorite light logger and the slogan of his kingdom... Oh, dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Make University Mall part of your football game day game plan. Avoid all the traffic close to campus and take the Tuscaloosa Charter Tide Ride from University Mall to Bryant-Denny and back for just $10. And while you're at University Mall, enjoy great shopping, dining, great selection of Bama fan gear, and the special Crimson Weekend Savings. We're West Alabama's in place to shop for over 30 years. University Mall, come see us. See every first down, touchdown, and field goal. Don't miss a single play this season by visiting your trusted community doctors at Schaefer Eye Center. With multiple locations in central Alabama, Schaefer Eye Center is here to serve you. Schaefer Eye Center welcomes all insurance, and their knowledgeable staff can help maximize your insurance plan benefits. Eye care and eyewear are better together at Schaefer Eye Care, doctors of optometry. Schedule your appointment today at SchaeferEyeCenter.com. That's SchaeferEyeCenter.com. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue. It's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud partner of the Alabama Crimson Tide. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Hi. Come on. Security, do you need assistance? Uh, yeah, hi. I'm trying to get up to the executive floors. You need special access. <sighs> okay. So, how do I get access? Get a business degree from Alabama. Earn a business degree online from the University of Alabama's renowned Culverhouse College of Commerce. Courses are taught by the same professors who teach on campus, and tuition is affordable. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, on the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. You know, we talked about this last week, but it's worth of a, another mention. How would a four-day work week sound to you? Well, you can come join the legendary team here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill and score a rewarding career while having more time to enjoy watching the tide roll. Visit Baumhauer's.com slash careers to apply today. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. And don't forget, for a great way to keep up with everything Alabama, and we were just talking with Marie about all the teams and all the events coming up here over the next few weeks, the best way to keep up with everything Alabama is with the new Alabama Game Day Live app. It's presented by Bancorp South, and it's available at the App Store and at Google Play. It doesn't cost you a thing. Download it for free right now, the brand-new Alabama Game Day Live app presented by Bancorp South. When we come back from WBRC, Fox 6 in Birmingham, Rick Carley joins us as our special media guest and then the coach just about six and a half minutes away from right now. You're listening to the Nick Saban Show on Hey Coach on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. 
Winn-Dixie is giving away two lower-level 2019 season tickets to you and a friend. That's right, two season tickets. Also, the lucky winner will receive a $250 Winn-Dixie gift card, too. Could you be the lucky person of this ultimate Alabama football prize? To be in it to win it, simply spend $100 at your local Winn-Dixie and register your purchase. What are you waiting for? Enter today only at Winn-Dixie. Visit winndixie.com slash Alabama tickets for more details. Nothing like Toyotathon, Gary. Seeing people come together and get the best deals of the year. Uh, but uh, what happens after January 2nd when all the best deals are gone? Live in the now, Gary. Live in the now. Get 0% APR for 48 months on a new 2018 Toyota RAV4. Offer valid through January 2nd, 2019. Zero down for well-qualified buyers with approved credit and financing through Southeast Toyota Finance. 2083 monthly payment for every $1,000 finance. Excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fee. See dealer for details. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock-in, so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC, term conditions and fees may apply. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. Welcome back, everybody, as the Nick Saban show is just around the corner. But first, we have to pause 10 seconds right here for station identification so you know to exactly which station it is you are tuned. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network. We are back as we await the coach. He'll join us in moments or so. Rick Carley is joining us as our special media guest tonight. 30 years at WBRC Fox 6 after 10 years in Jacksonville, Florida and up in New England. Man, you're old. I am old. I'll, I'll tell you what. And if I'm old, hey, I what's know. that make you gold? It makes this me guy, older. Eli, was the sports guy at Fox 6 before I came in. And this is, this is great because I, I saw you 1989. And I, remember, I don't know if you remember this. You came up to me and you said, Rick, to be successful in this market, okay, go heavy on NASCAR racing, high school football, and Alabama football. Did I and lie? That, you did not lie. That was great advice 30 years ago, so I owe three decades in part to well, you. Well, it's my pleasure, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you're stepping aside now, and that's uh, the loss to all of us in the community. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I told my wife I'm, I'm uh, too, young to, re too, too uh, young to retire, but perhaps too old to, <laughs> to do anything else. To do anything I've else. I've got a tweener. You know, I've got a kid in college and another one going there. So uh, a kid, we'll, got one we'll child at Vanderbilt, here. another one who applied to Columbia. Thank God they took after their mama with brains <laughs> like that. That's Rick right. is going to be with us. The coach will join us here in just a moment. So if you'd like to join the conversation, 877-202-BAMA. 
That's 877-202-BAMA. You're listening to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new locking, so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC. Term, conditions, and fees may apply. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith. College football is here, which means it's tailgating season. Meat sizzling on the grill, a cold drink in your hand, and great music on the speakers. You've got to love it. Get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats, everything you need is at your local store or academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all for less. Man, now I'm really craving a burger. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Everybody buckle up. Buckle up. Let's go. Buckle up. Can we go to the store? Buckle up. Everybody buckle up. A lot goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. After a steady diet of high-pressure SEC matchups, the top-ranked team in America, the Alabama Crimson Tide, steps out of conference this weekend for their first-ever meeting with the Bulldogs of the Citadel. Representing the Southern Conference, the Bulldogs have won three of their last four games and will forever remember their 2015 win over the SEC South Carolina Gamecocks. Alabama and the Citadel take center stage on Tonight's November 15th edition of the Nick Saban Show. Here we go! Live from the brand new Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli Gold. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. The Nick Saban Show on the eve of the first ever meeting between the Tide and the uh, Bulldogs of Citadel. Uh, It's one of those triple option teams, so you better keep your eye on the football because they are a tough, tough bunch to diagnose. Uh, It's one. Remember a few years ago, Bama played Georgia Southern. And Georgia Southern uh, rolled up some uh, yardage on the Crimson Tide. It's a very difficult offense to deal with. And we'll talk about that when the coach joins us here in just a bit. I'm Eli Gold, joined by uh, the uh, sports director of WBRC Fox 6 in Birmingham, Rick Carley. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. And I'm noticing the size of that ring, Eli. That's as big as a uh, toaster. 
Uh, you know, the university has been kind ever since when I started working with them and Bama won the national title in 92 under Coach Stallings. They have always included the broadcast crew when giving out uh, championship rings. Not every university does that. I've talked to many broadcasters across the country who uh, call different championships for their respective schools, and they weren't included. So this was nice. But you're right. The championship rings have gotten larger and larger. The 92 ring in its day was bling. Man, that was bling. And it, and it can now almost fit through this one. That's, uh, that's how they have changed. Talk to me about what's going on in, in your world. Uh, you've been 30 years behind the microphones uh, at uh, Fox 6 in Birmingham. How has that been different than your time in New England, than your time in Jacksonville, Florida? This is a unique sports market, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. It's a great market. And people don't realize that while Birmingham might not be the size of an Atlanta, your hometown of New York, L.A., it is a great sports market. And Alabama football aside, with the high school football, yeah. you had in Auburn, you had in UAB, you had in college football everywhere, good college basketball, NASCAR racing, as you well know, sure. even hockey now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just a fantastic market. It served me well. Look, I came in in 1989. Again, I was talking to you about that a moment ago and thought, yeah. well, I'll be here three years, right? Yeah. We're off to Sports Center. We're going to go. And son of a gun, if these, you know, I'm not smitten by the people in this state and the sports in this state, and my wife goes to law school, and then we have a kid, and then we buy a house, and and life happens, and all of a sudden you're here for 30 years, and the folks at Fox 6 are great to you, and Mm -hmm. they sign you again and again, and you get this high school football show rolling. Sure. And uh, so it's been very rewarding for me. It's it's just been a great stay. Raised my kids here, and... uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been a very blessed deal for me. Coach Saban making his way into the restaurant. What kind of coverage does Fox 6 have in store next week with the Iron Bowl? Uh, wall to wall? A lot. Wall to wall. Uh, you know, Iron Bowl, you can't get enough coverage of the Iron Bowl. And that's all you have to say. Alabama, again, playing host. Should be interesting, and while most point to an Alabama when you don't want to go there yet, especially with this man coming in, you want to take it day by day well, I'll tell and assess you, it as you go. The Citadel is going to be tough enough with that unique offense. Coach, good to see you. How are you? I'm really good. How, how are you? I am well. You know, we were just talking before you got here. People talk about the Citadel, you know, they, they ho-hum stuff. I remember that game against Georgia Southern. I'm still trying to follow the football on some of those plays. Lord, that's a difficult <laughs> offense to have to diagnose on the defensive side of things, isn't it? Well, I think back in time when a lot of people ran the option, yeah. know, players were used to the, the, the point of attack changing on defense as the play progressed, like dive, quarterback, pitch. And that just doesn't exist, you know, in much football at all, the Georgia Tech offense, the way Navy runs, Air Force, Army, you know, all those offenses are very similar in some ways. So this is a real challenge, and there's nothing that we've done all year long that can prepare your players to play against it. You have to get ready this week. The other challenge is is to to get a good picture and practice Mm -hmm. of the offense uh, from the scout team because it's hard to simulate the speed, you know, at which they operate. Uh, so then the game comes and the players get caught off guard a little bit. So, but, you know, we've had kind of a good week and in a way it's been a, a new challenge and everybody's kind of looked at it that way and we worked hard and I think we've improved every day. So we'll see where we're at. We'll talk more about that as we go. Of course, you know, Rick Carley seated here between us from Fox 6 in Birmingham and you're up.
Oh, uh, I want to take you back 50 years, and we don't want to date Miss Terry or you, but if a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of folks may not remember or know that it was 50 years, perhaps this month, that a quarterback named Nick Saban in Monongo, West Virginia, led his yeah. team to the high school state championships. Earl Kievers fed you salt tablets, not a lot of water. You had Kerry, Tom, some great athletes to get the ball to. You won it all. My question how does that state championship in high school compare to those you won in college? And what did you take from that first championship or one of the first championships you won to where you are today? And how has it helped you since then? Well, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> well, that's... But I, I do think that, uh, first of all, anytime you win a championship and that championship with that team and that group of guys means just as much to me in terms of what we accomplished at that time, and I haven't been back home for a long time, but there used to be a sign up that said 1968 state champs when you came into town, and that always made me feel good, you know, even 40 or 50 years later. So, and there was actually six guys from home that were at the last game at the Mississippi State game, uh, some of them on that team. So, um, you know, when you win a championship, a championship here, a championship there, you know, there's sort of this special bond that you always have because, you know, everybody has to buy into the principles and values of the organization, the standard that you have to play to day in and day out, work to day in and day out, prepare to every day. Uh, and you develop a lot of togetherness and respect, you know, for each other for having done that. You also have to overcome adversity throughout the season. So uh, there's a lot of respect and mutual respect that you gain with a group of people. And you never really forget that because it's kind of hard to get it, you know? I mean, how many people out there now that are listening, how many times do you get that in your life? You know, I feel very yeah. fortunate that we've had a chance to win several championships, and I feel the same way about every one of those teams. As a matter of fact, it's funny. We're sitting here, and on the TV screen is a game coming tonight from Kent State. So uh, you're surrounded by uh, memories and history, no doubt about that. Coach, we've got Pee Wee on the phone. As per usual, our first caller of the night brought to you by Alabama 811. Always contact 811 before you dig. To know, watch below. Call 811 or visit al811.com. Pee Wee, you keeping warm down there in Grand Bay? Trying to, Eli. I hear you. All right, Pee Wee, what's going on tonight? Well, Coach, you know, you have spoken a lot this week about uh, about the internal challenges that need to be done by not only the individual players but the the player groups, uh, the offense, the defense, all on their own. I was just wondering how they have responded to that challenge, and what have you have seen from them for them not only for preparing this game but moving forward for the end of the season. Right. Well, I, I think that, you know, the players have been pretty good this week, actually. Um, you know, we didn't really set out to do what we wanted to do in the last game. And I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned in that. Um, we got emotionally and physically challenged uh, in the game, especially on offense. We scored early two times in a row. Sometimes when that happens, you think things are going to be easy. And then they got things got really hard. And, um, you know, so I don't, I don't know if we responded in the game like I would like for us to. So those are the lessons that we'd like to learn. And, you know, one of the analogies I use, which I may have already told this story, but um, if you ever go to the championship fight and you see two guys fighting for the championship, you know, they didn't get there if they couldn't take a punch. Somewhere along the line, those guys that are fighting for the championship got clocked somewhere along the line. 
Um, and it, may, it doesn't mean they lost the fight. It just means they had to respond, you know, to a challenge. They had to respond and overcome adversity, you know, in a game. And um, I, 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 I think that that's something that kind of woke our offense up a little bit. You know, things have gone really easily for us most of the year this year in terms of scoring points, getting ahead in games. And, you know, sometimes you get a little lax. You don't pay attention to detail. You don't play with the same discipline. You don't finish things the same way. You take things for granted. Uh, and, you know, I think that our guys responded really well this week because we have practiced a little better and hopefully we'll play a little better in this game because of it. Coach, I want to talk about uh, the Citadel again just a bit uh, as they've got a quarterback who's physically different than Fitzgerald. But here's a kid who against Samford ran for 217 yards Against Western Carolina, he ran for 188. And I'm not going to pretend that's an SEC setting. I don't care who you are, where you're playing. You put up those kind of numbers. This guy must be something special, uh, Brandon Rainey. Well, I, I think the most interesting thing that people overlook about this offense that we're playing against, these guys have outscored their opponent like 61-3 to or something like that in the last couple games. Yep. In the second half. And I think... What, what they do, basically, is just like in the Sanford game, since it's an Alabama team, they played them really, really well in the first half. Where these guys have their formations, they have their multiples, they know what they want to run against whatever you're playing. Well, there's only a limited amount of things that you can play because you don't have that much time to practice against it. Yeah. So you can't have 100 different defenses because you can't practice them all against all the plays that they have. And then they start picking, you know, okay, this is how we can attack these guys. And they start running the same plays over and over and over. Like they ran a speed option week against, you know, Samford, um, I don't know how many times, yeah. all right, in the game. And the quarterback kept running for yards, more yards, more yards. And they got back in the game and actually came back and won the game. So it's really important, I think, that as they adjust in the game, you can adjust with them. Uh, but that's because they know what they do. They know what they should do against every front and every coverage, however you're playing. And that they they figure it out as the game goes on because they don't know how we're going to play them either because they've never seen us play this sure. defensive offense. Sure. So they don't know whether they're going to play a 3-4 or 4-3, what, what we're going to play. But as they figure it out, they start trying to take advantage of whatever it is that you're doing. So the key in the game is we got to be able to adjust well, and our players got to adjust to the speed in the game so that we can do that. And this quarterback was a running back. All right, so sure. And he hadn't thrown a lot of passes, and I think he's effective as a passer. The other quarterback who was suspended, who is coming back, is a better passer. Yeah, they are averaging just 90 yards a game through the air, but you're right. It's, it's just a tough bunch to deal with uh, when you see them as rarely as we do. Coach, we've got visitors here at the restaurant to your right. Uh, good evening, ladies. How are you? Hi, Coach Saban. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're, I'm Jan Saint. This is Rosemary Harbison, and we're with the Crimson Ladies, which is over there on, towards your left in the table from Coleman. From Coleman. Yeah, sure. yeah. and, I and um, of course, we, this is our sixth year to be here or to come down to the Hayco Show, and we just really enjoy it. We love doing our fundraisers for um, Nick's Kids Foundation, and we are just so proud of of the the foundation that you and Miss Terry have have made very big. And wow. to help those kids, and, and, and so we're just so thankful for you. And, and um, the uh, question that I have is, with this cold weather that we're having, is that making any kind of difference of preparation for the, the uh, game this weekend, or do you 
go about the same way. I'm sure you may be inside instead of outside. I don't know, but um, is that a difference? Well, we would have gone outside if it wasn't raining, but it rained really bad, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday both. Uh, we always go inside on Thursday because we like to practice with noise, whether it's at home for the defense, on the road for the offense. So it doesn't really affect anything because we're so used to practicing inside. It doesn't really matter whether we practice in or practice out. What I'm always really concerned about is whether the weather going to be like on Saturday. And it's supposed to be a little nicer on Saturday. It's not supposed to rain, but we would take things like we, would, we had some wet ball practice this week, even though we were practicing inside. The players had to practice with the wet ball. So they got used to throwing it, catching it, running with it, and all that type of thing just in case it rains. So we do that on occasion. Um, but it really didn't affect our preparation other than we're going to play outside and we practiced inside all week. But I think it's going to be a, a little nicer on Saturday. But I want to let you all know, every one of you ladies, that we really appreciate all that you do. And I promise you that we'll put whatever you've done to very good use to help somebody have a chance to be more successful, better quality of life, or create some opportunity for somebody to have a chance to improve their quality of life. We, we held our first golf tournament this past summer. Oh, you did? We did. And so we hope to make it bigger and better every year. So, yeah. It's so um, that's, that's something, yeah. And this is our check that we'd like to present yeah. to you. Uh, this year we're happy to present a check for $3,000 to Nick's kids. Well, wow, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. That is wonderful. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take a picture with you all. You know, that's the stuff that makes it, not that it, any, it's all worthwhile, but it's not always the big corporations or the uber wealthy. It's the, the few dollars that add up to three grand or so. That's what makes it special. Well, it certainly is special, but we can do a lot of good with something like this, and we certainly appreciate your effort. And, you know, it, it's, um, all, it, it really makes me feel good to be able to do something for somebody else. And um, you all have done something that will really be good for somebody else. Amen. So thank you. Coach, why don't you go take some pictures with the ladies? We'll break away and take care of a little business right here. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Back with more in a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Finding a good song can be tricky, but finding affordable life insurance to fit your needs shouldn't be. From kids to retirees, Alpha offers a variety of life insurance products that can be used to cover debt, education costs, or other expenses. There's even a policy that gives you money back if you don't file a claim. Let Alpha design a plan that fits your needs and your budget. Find your local agent online at alphainsurance.com. We are the blood, sweat, and tears of fierce ambition. We are fueled by the impossible, an inner drive that can't be contained. We are Alabama, and we understand what it takes to win championships. The same is true with Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks 41 years straight. Visit your local Ford dealer today for great offers on F-150. Ford F-150, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. 
Hey, Tide fans, no picnic is complete without picnic mayonnaise, mustard, and salad dressing. Picnic is now proud to be the official condiment and vegetable of the Crimson Tide. Taste the smooth and creamy flavor of Picnic's southern recipes, and you can taste a southern dynasty while cheering on another. Ask for it at your local markets and convenience stores, or find it at the concession stands throughout Bryant-Denny Stadium. Remember, it's not a sandwich without Picnic. Your four tires are all that connect your car to the road. Thankfully, Cooper Tires has more than a century of experience in manufacturing comfortable, capable tires. Each Cooper Tire is made to last for thousands of miles and to help you safely get to where you need to go and back again. Our dedication to quality means we understand precisely why your tires matter, which is why you can count on Cooper, an American company since 1914. For information or to find a Cooper Tires dealer near you, visit coopertire.com. Tua claps his hand, handoff, big hole, Damian Harris, touchdown Alabama! Touchdown for the Crimson Tide on a one-yard run, and the Tide takes all of four minutes. Yep, the Crimson Tide scores often and early, and that was great to see right there. Of course, uh, Josh Jacobs with a rushing touchdown, a pass-receiving touchdown, and uh, so many it's really been something to watch, uh, Rick Carley, to see uh, this team this season. And then you're having to talk about them. We we're calling the game live. It, uh, it just makes it a whole, whole lot easier. Remember years ago when, say, Mike Tyson was in his prime, and when that bell rang to start the first round, you didn't want to turn away because yeah. you might miss something. Exactly. I feel that way when I, when I think of the Bama offense. Look, I mean, is Tua going to go deep to Judy in the first play of the game? And in years past, perhaps that wasn't the case. But this offense really makes this team and, and this whole squad must-see must, must see TV. It's just a, a great time to watch. Hey, really. And, you know, on top of everything else, they're just the nicest guys. Some of mm -hmm. these, these young men are just some of the nicest uh, folks you ever want to deal with. The coach joining us again. And before we get your next question, Rick, Coach, how about uh, the nice honor? Irv Smith uh, named as one of the eight semifinalists for the John Mackey Award. That came down today. Good to see. Well, absolutely. Irv's had a really good year for us, and he's made a lot of progress and, um, and made a tremendous improvement because he's a hard worker and he's got a great attitude. And um, he's been a real positive addition to the offense, and he's been very productive. So it's always great to see our players get recognized. Um, you know, with some of these awards. Definitely. Rick, jump on in. You know, last week in Birmingham, I had the pleasure of emceeing a luncheon with Leanne Tui of Blindside fame, and, and you know her well, and she shared the story with me that back when you were an LSU foot, or the LSU football coach, she asked you to go up to Memphis to check out her son, Michael Orr. He hadn't played much football at that point in his life. He was a junior, sophomore, junior in high school, and she wanted you to check him out. According to Leanne, you walked into the gym, looked at Michael for 10 minutes, came off the basketball court and says, I could offer that kid a football scholarship right now. My question is, you remember the story, and how in the world does a football coach like you, as uh, is, is talented as you are, recognize a guy playing basketball? How could he be such a great football player in your mind? Well, you know, that Leanne, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. who was... Sandra Bullock on the blind side, because that's who this movie was about. I don't think you could recruit and not have a lot of memories about the recruiting because of who she was. And I'm talking about it in a good way. She's very involved, very 
um, lots of energy. And uh, Sean, her husband, is a good friend. And uh, so, but anyway, um, I do remember that. And you know who his high school coach was? Hugh Freeze. Mm -hmm. That's the first time I ever met Hugh Freeze, who I have a lot of respect for as a coach, playing against him when he was at Ole Miss. So I do remember. I remember the first visit. But I think to answer your question about how do you evaluate talent, when you see big guys, big guys, and um, physical-looking guys, I, they look the part. And then when you see them, whether it's play basketball or whatever, and you know the guy's a lineman, and he shows that kind of athleticism, you know, ability to change direction, bend, jump, lower body explosion, you know, move around, run up and down the court. You know that the guy has all the physical attributes to be, to play the position that you want him to play. Now, it obviously is a lot easier if you can see him play football. Uh, but when you see big guys, because there's not so many of them that are that size, that have that kind of athleticism, you know, you're more willing to take chances without going through the sure. whole evaluation process. So. I think that's why I made that statement. She, she said, uh, by the way, that when Sandra Bullock ad-libbed the line, boy, he was really handsome. That wasn't in the script. That was an ad-lib by a famous actress, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true at all. But I will tell you this story about that, and I may, maybe I've told you before, but, um, you know, they gave me a script for what they wanted me to do in that movie. So everybody says, you know, you did a really good job of acting in that movie. There was no acting at all, all right, because they gave me the script, and I said, look, I did this. All right, so why don't you just let me do what I did? Hmm. Sure. Makes It'd sense. It'd be authentic. It's right? Real life. Right? Yeah. It'd be yeah. real. Right? Yeah. And then if you don't like it, I'll use your script. Hmm. So the guy that was a director said, okay, we'll try that. So I walked in the door, did that. I sat down with the, the two actors, the little kid and the guy playing uh, the part, and just said what I said when I recruit. And he said, oh, that's good. So we didn't that's use awesome. it. I didn't have to that's memorize That's anything. a print right there. There <laughs> you go. That's clutch. Yeah. Hey, Coach, following up on last week, we've got a question on the Nick Saban Show blog. Uh, Crowbar down in Dothan, he's written it in the past. He said, last week on the show, you mentioned that of all the questions you get from NFL GMs, how much did he play as a freshman has never been one of them. Along those lines, what are one or two questions that every NFL GM asks you when they call to talk about one of your former players? You know, I, I think that what they really want to know uh, foremost is the intangible things that a player has. You know, what kind of character he has. Is he going to be a good teammate on their team? I think most of them feel like they can make a physical evaluation of a guy. Sure. Uh, they might want to know... You know, how does he learn? Does he need reps? Uh, can he be a signal caller? Uh, can he affect other people in a positive way? So uh, it's, it's more about the character, who they are, um, because really that, that has everything to do with how you're going to sort of develop your talent and reach your full potential. So it's usually more about that part of it, and it's amazing that, you know, the guys that have the right stuff, how well they do when they go on to the league, and some of the other guys who struggle with those types of things you know, have sort of up and down careers. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Coach, we got a guy here with a Mercedes-Benz shirt on, so he was a natural to get selected to ask a question. Hello, David. Good evening. Hi. How are you guys doing? Coach, Good, how you David. doing? Good. Um, speaking of character, uh, how do you rely on your captains to hold your other t their teammates accountable throughout the season on and off the field? Well, we do something that's a little 
different, I guess. Um, we used to, when I first was a head coach a long time ago, I always thought captains were really, really important. So we would elect captains early in the season. And then the captains became the only people on the team who felt they were compelled to have to lead and affect other people and all that. So somewhere along the line, and this was way back, so it's because we've done it this way for a long time, we have a leadership group. And it may be between 10 and 15 guys most of the time. Most of the time, somewhere around 12. And they don't have to be seniors. Some of them are juniors. Some of them are young players. Um, but they are the people who we have sort of tried to develop leadership in along the way because we do have leadership seminars to try to teach guys the importance of affecting other people in a positive way, setting a good example, being somebody somebody can emulate, uh, helping other people for their benefit. So from that group, we pick three captains for every game, which are different, and they rotate. Because I want more people involved on the team to try to affect other people. Because I think it's more, leadership's more the power of one. You know, everybody thinks leadership is get up and give a rah-rah speech and affect everybody in the room. But really, it's one person affecting one person. All right, 12 people affect one person this week. That's now 24 people. And next week, everybody affects somebody else. That's 36 people. So that, that's more the kind of leadership that, that we try to instill. So, we don't really have captains per se. And then at the end of the season, we sit down and we have the team elect who they think are the captains. All right, so everybody on the leadership group is nominated and anybody else that they want to nominate, they can. And then everybody gets to vote on who they want or who they think were the best leaders on the team to be captains, which is quite an honor to be captain at the University of Alabama. You know, to have your footprint, handprint, and Denny Chimes, and you know that—that's that's that's pretty special. And our, our players think it's pretty special as well. David, thank you. And I don't know if you've ever had a chance to walk around the base of Denny Chimes, but that group of captains—that's a who's who of college ball, of National Football League, of Halls of Fame. It's really a remarkable list. So the coach is saying a mouthful there when he said, if you're selected as a permanent captain, you've joined uh, quite a list of luminaries. To the phones we go. Our second caller joins us on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline to Greenville, Alabama. Big C is on the phone. Hello, Big C. Hey, Eli. Good, Big C. Good. How are you? Good. Hanging in there. Um, got a quick ask you. I don't know why I'm back, but I, I still got here. But anyway, the qu the question I want to ask you, Coach, is you going to have this new red shirt rule, and you can play four players, you know, up to four. I mean, games up players can play up to four games. How many people you got that's on the edge of that, or might be playing in their fourth game that you're going to play Saturday? Planning to play Saturday if things go like uh, we hope they do. Right. Well. Um... We have to make a decision, and we'll, we'll make this decision um, probably tomorrow. Uh, we, we have a, a list of all the players that uh, how many games they played. Uh, so we do have some guys, three or four guys, that are on the, the threshold of having played in four games. So if we play them in this game, they can't be registered. Uh, and um, in some cases, I think maybe uh, it benefits the team. Um, so. 
but we have other players that we we could play in the game that it would not violate their four games and they'd still be able to get registered. So, um, you know, I have a tough time with this because we only have two fifth-year seniors on our team right now. Uh, our guys seem to graduate in three and a half years. Uh, very few of them want to come back for a fifth year. We have a lot of guys that go out early for the draft. We have a lot of guys that play four years and go out for the draft. So you talk about compromising a guy's development right now. you got to make sure that he really needs it. Or to me, we'll just go ahead and play him if he's going to be able to play enough that it's going to enhance his development and it will benefit the team. So, uh, and, you know, we've gotten, we've lost some players. So we've had to play some of these guys. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's hard not to play them because if you don't play them, you've got to play somebody else. And then if they get hurt, um, you say, well, why didn't we just play that guy? So, you know, it's, 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 it's a fine line as to trying to make it the right decision. And we're not always right as to how we make that decision. We just got to make it based on the circumstances that we're in right now. Looking at it from a different angle, a guy like Jerome Ford, who played his games early, had seven carries, was in for how many other plays, I don't know. How important were those carries and those snaps looking, in his case, to next year and so on? I don't think there's any question about the fact that this is a good rule for young players uh, to be able to get some playing time to see what it's like, to know what it's like to prepare for a game, to know how to practice, to get ready to play for a game, to um, ha have an opportunity to get that experience is probably invaluable. Um, but he is one of the guys that we'll have to decide on. But it probably won't get decided on in his case because of how much he'll play running back, but he's starting to develop in a guy as a guy that could contribute on special teams. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's something that most people overlook. They just say, well, just like you, yeah. he had seven carries. If it had played 72 plays on special teams, you wouldn't even know he played. All right, so, but that's an important part of the, the whole team. Sure. And, and playing well as a team. And it really is invaluable for players and none of them realize it because most of the guys we get don't know how to play on special teams. They were the best player on their team. They never had to play on special teams. But you can't play in the NFL as a backup player unless you're the star player at running back, the number one wide receiver. Uh, every other skill player has to play on special teams because you only have 46 guys for the game. So if you don't know how to play on special we cut guys when I was with Belichick who were better players, better football players playing defense, but we kept other guys because they were better special teams players, because the guys sure. didn't know how to play on special teams. Because there's a lot to learn on how to play on special teams. You just go out there and run up and down the field. I mean, you've got to know how to fit wedges. You've got to know how to, you know, fit blocks and finish blocks. Um, you've got to know how to pull off clips. You've got to know all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into coaching guys how to play on special teams. and. It's an, it's an invaluable thing for the player himself for his future if he can learn how to do those things. Like but, Josh Jacobs. Sure. Josh Jacobs is one of the best players, and so is Damian Harris. We don't play him as much on special teams, but those two guys are the two best special teams players, you know, on our team. Minka sure. yeah. and Tony Brown, they, were yeah. two, they, were, they could have played on every special team. Ronnie Harrison, too. Right, and they did at some point in time in their career, and when they played more, we took them off. Uh, you know, some of the teams are limited to just having them on two teams. But uh, Josh Jacobs this year, is he's on more special teams and one of the best special teams players we have. And he's great to watch in general, wherever the heck he is out there.
He sure is. He is something special. We're coming right back. More with the coach. More of your calls. Don't you leave us now as we're live here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, folks, a quick reminder that Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud to be presenting the Road to the Iron Bowl to celebrate the storied rivalry. Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are offering a limited edition Road to the Iron Bowl souvenir cup. It's available now through November the 24th. Stop by to get yours while supplies last. Roll Tide with Chick-fil-A. Back in a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Show your love for college football with the new 2018 Road to the Iron Bowl Souvenir Cup from your local Alabama Chick-fil-A. This football season, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proudly sponsoring the Road to the Iron Bowl. To celebrate this storied rivalry, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are offering an awesome limited edition Road to the Iron Bowl collectible souvenir cup for you to have as a keepsake. So stop by your local Alabama Chick-fil-A now through November 24th and get your own Road to the Iron Bowl Souvenir Cup while supplies last. Roll Tide with Chick-fil-A. Tailgating was invented in the South. Football fans gathering in a parking lot before the big game to share their favorite dishes with friends. At Jack's, we want to keep that tradition going. From hand-bred chicken fingers and fried chicken to delicious sides and scratch-made biscuits, Jack's has all the ingredients to make your next tailgate legendary. Football is just better with Jack's. So order ahead at eataJacks.com and score big this season. Jack's, all about the South. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Pistol formation. Jacobs left side turns the corner, left sideline, bowls over a defender and goes out of bounds at the one yard line. Mark McLaurin, the free safety, was absolutely pancaked on that left sideline by Josh Jacobs. Sets up a first and goal from the one. And of course, Josh Jacobs goes on and scores nine rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown on the year and a uh, junior from Tulsa, Oklahoma has really had uh, an outstanding season. 79 carries, 381 mm. yards, 10 receptions, 103 yards and uh, a and, TD. And he'll have a touchdown pass this weekend out of the Wildcat. You never know. That's your prediction. That's yeah, your yeah. prediction? It could, it could <laughs> well work. We'll uh, see if that happens. There's no doubt about it. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. Rick Carley is our special media guest from Channel 6 in Birmingham. Have you had a, a favorite athlete to interview over the years? Is there somebody who always gave you a great answer if you needed a soundbite or something? Um, you know, you, you, think, you think Nick Saban and Charles Barkley. I mean, you think those two people 
whenever you ask them a question, they give you good stuff. Mm. Now, as far as somebody who might be intimidating, um, years ago, I was uh, lucky enough to be invited to a party, and I'm sitting there with my wife, and a couple tables are over is Muhammad Ali. Wow. Now, yeah, that's, that's pretty high cotton there, and he did stop and give us some... Uh, little bit of advice who's struggling a little bit at that point in his yeah. life but he posed for some pictures so yeah there's there's the intimidating athletes and then there's the athletes like coach Saban and Barkley who just consistently give you a good time. how about the cool factor I remember interviewing uh, John Wooden the great UCLA coach and Eddie Robinson the great grambling football coach and when I was done I walked <laughs> away and I said you know I just interviewed John Wooden or, or Eddie Robinson. <laughs> Did you have a cool factor like that? Oh, there's so many of them. In the All-Star game in Atlanta years ago, you, you were able to interview players before the game, so I walked into the Braves clubhouse, and there sat Derek Jeter, and he said, hey, you know, let's spend a few minutes. So that's pretty cool. It yeah, is. Like it Derek is. Jeter being so nice uh, to me at that point. The coach is back with us. Rick, why don't you jump in with another question? I wanted to ask you, Coach, about Quinn and Williams. Here's a, a Birmingham kid we, we covered just a few years ago on sideline. Our high school shows on Friday night, but... Boy, the, the lengths that he has come in such a short amount of time, and we've mentioned player development earlier. Can you comment on Quinnen? He is just such a force on the football field, and, and maybe comment on how quickly he has developed as a player. Well, I think Hugh's one of those guys you talk about when you talk about a player has it, and you're talking about the intangibles, the work ethic, the perseverance, smart, intelligent, very instinctive, really enjoys the game. Uh, prepares well. I mean, we always do these signal caller things where we give players assignments every week and they have to report to the rest of their teammates on Friday night before the game. Uh, and it's kind of a scouting report on something and his is always bird and rabbits, which is means is any of the offensive linemen showing run or pass, you know. And he gives the most eloquent report every week. Really? Because he's bright and he figures it out, man. I mean, he really figures it out. And... Um, that's how he goes about being a player. That's how he works as a player. That's how he's improved as a player. And he has really played well for us this year. Coach, a question again from the Nick Saban Show blog. This obviously is nothing I would ever think of doing. But Earl from Fort Payne wants to know, has anybody ever played a prank on you? Was there a player who played a prank on you uh, any time in your career? Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, the guy that used to play here, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to embarrass anybody that used to uh, do the, you know. The, imit the, the impressions of you? Impressions of me. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that, that was probably as good as any of them. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, thanks for your question, Earl. We appreciate your writing in. We've got uh, Brenda on the phone down in Mobile, Alabama. Brenda, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Eli and Coach Saban? Good, good. Um, great. What's on your mind? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I have a twofold question, actually. I'd like to know how the coaching staff is addressing the inconsistencies in the kicking game. I was pleasantly surprised about that field goal last week. Um, but, you know, that's, that's just not a given. I'd like to know how y'all are addressing that. And I would also like to throw out maybe an idea, and y'all might do something like this that I just don't know about, but there are a lot of women who um, might appreciate like a coaching, not a coaching, like a football seminar. Like we know the rules and we know some of the, but to learn the intricacies 
offense and the defense and some of the things that guys grow up with having played football, but we don't know that. And then maybe well, you could have a university sponsored uh, foot, uh, football 101 uh, uh, exactly. from the university. And, 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 well, you know. For, for Nick's kids, because I know a lot of people who would come to that. Okay, Brenda, I think that's a really, really good idea. All right, but I have to tell you about, you know, I get coached by my mom, my Aunt Fran, Miss Terry, my sister Deanie, um, my Aunt Katie, uh, who just recently passed away, who used to send me a game plan every week and a letter. Um, <laughs> so I've been coached by, by all these women who think they know more about the game than I do. <laughs> so I've never really ever thought it was necessary to have a, a, a coaching clinic for women. Because they know I'm already. Getting coached by them. <laughs> but now that you mentioned it, I do think that would be a good idea. Uh, and um, I think our coaches would probably enjoy it. Uh, I know there, there are a lot of really good fans that we have uh, that are women uh, who are very interested and in ask me some really, really good questions. So. Uh, I think they're, they're pretty knowledgeable when it comes to football. But, um, you know, that may be something that uh, we consider in the future. Uh, to answer your first questions, when you say inconsistent in the kicking game, you know, I think you have to take two things in the kicking game. You have specialist, which means we have a kicker and a punter. And we have to work on those guys individually to try to improve them. Uh, and a lot of it is confidence. Uh, and, you know, Joe has been inconsistent as a kicker, uh, no doubt. Uh, I think sometimes we had some inconsistencies with the holder, and we've changed a few times, and then Tua was, got hurt, so Mac is doing it now, and we're trying to make progress with that. So we do address these things, but this is very similar to a golfer. Uh, all the anybody out there that's played golf it's very technical you have a swing you have to duplicate it over and over and over and that consistency is uh, sometimes difficult to um, manifest you know like you want and I think the guys that we have are very capable I think right now they struggle with their consistency which is confidence in their technique and ability to duplicate it over and over and over but we are working with them the best we can uh, same thing with the punter we changed punters we had a freshman punter he's very talented but in the game, uh, he mishandled the ball some, dropped the ball poorly. So technically, he did things that didn't allow him to be successful. So we need to build confidence in his ability to do that. Uh, the other guy has been a little more consistent for us. So um, I, I, I wish I could give you a better answer, but we are working through that. And, uh, you know, some of it is we make decisions in recruiting, and we think these guys are pretty good, and we see them in camp, and we work with them. And then how they develop from there sometimes is, um, you know, you never know. So, but we're gonna, we have confidence in our guys. Now, when you say inconsistencies in the kicking game, you know, our special teams have been really pretty good. Uh, kickoff return has been pretty good. We're ranked really high in punt return. Uh, we haven't had any opportunities lately because people don't punt us the ball, you know, yeah. anymore. Uh, so. Kickoff coverage has been very good, except for a couple occasions where we had the second team guys in late in the game, uh, and they misfit some things. So the special teams have been pretty good. 
the specialists have struggled with their consistencies, and I think there's a difference in you know, those two things. Brenda, thanks for your call. We're back with more from the coach in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Fitzgerald brings the running back up to the left of his shoulder hands it off, gets it back on a flea flicker but he looks and everybody's covered and down he goes Bama's Raquan Davis with help from Christian Miller taking down the quarterback for the third sack of the ball game Oh, Raquan now with uh, the sack and four and a half tackles for loss 36 tackles on the year Helped by Christian Miller, who is the number 10 tackler on the ball club. Uh, time is short as the coach now joins us. So why don't we take one more question from a visitor here at the restaurant. Good evening, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, coach, I'd like to talk to you about the Citadel. I know they run a triple option offense, which is different than Alabama sees on a regular basis. How difficult is it to prepare for that top offense? Well, we talked about it earlier at the beginning of the show, and it is really, really difficult. First of all, it's hard to get a good look from the scout team. It's totally different than anything that you play against all year long, so the players have very little experience or recall. Uh, we don't play really any of the defenses that we play in base defense or anything that we play in nickel defense. Um, they have a lot of formation variables, um, a lot of really hard play action passes you know, to try to defend. Um, but I think just in general, the biggest thing is, is the fact that when you play against option football, which I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, is the point of attack changes as the play progresses from dive quarterback to pitch. Now, it can be trap option. It could be speed option. It could be dive option. It could be 
you know, belly G option. It can be a lot of different blocking schemes which change who has what. And I think you have to be very disciplined to be able to play all those. And, and when players don't play that, which our guys have not, it is a real, I mean, we had a lot of good reps this week, but it is, it is very challenging to get everybody to understand exactly, you know, what they have to do. Uh, you got to have really disciplined eye control to play against option football. Because if a guy veer blocks, it changes who has the dive, who has the quarterback. You know, if he arc blocks, it changes who has what. Um, so there's a lot of variables in this uh, that is assignment-oriented football that all 11 guys have to play together so that you have all the parts covered. And uh, that makes it very difficult. Now, I think if you played against it, you know, in the old days, when I say old days, I'm talking about probably 20 years ago, you know, there were lots of teams that ran the wishbone. All right, so when you played against the wishbone, it wasn't like everybody on your team had never played against the wishbone before. But we have a lot of guys on our team at high school or college, they've, they've never played against this offense before. So this is totally new. And you have to understand the concepts of what you're trying to defend before you can actually Im implement it in terms of what your assignment is and, and, and how you want to do it. Uh, so it's, it's been a challenging week for us, but, but I think a good week. I mean, uh, because it's, it's, it's required the players' attention, you know, to be able to go out there and be able to do this together as a group. Coach, with that, let's bring up your, your final word for the day. Final word, of course, each week, presented by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Well, you know, I think that um, one of the things that I said to the team on Monday was, you know, greatness is always drawn out of you by some kind of a challenge. Um, you know, a lot of successful people here tonight or listening on the radio, you probably were successful because of some challenge that you had. I mean, I know one of the things that motivated me when I was a kid was, um, and I told this story before, you know, I got a D in music class and my dad made me turn my basketball uniform in and go down in the coal mines and said, this is where you're going to end up if you don't get an education. And that's where everything clicked for me in terms of how important it was to go to school and if I was going to be able to do anything you know, sort of special with my life. I was going to have to graduate from school and I was going to have to be a good student. So, but some challenge in your life, you know, is, but if you don't challenge yourself and you don't challenge each other when you're on a team, uh, you're always just going to be mediocre, right? Because everybody's got to challenge themselves to be the best version of themselves. You know, Kobe Bryant made an interesting statement and I don't know if I brought this out in some of the things. I was looking at some of the things that he said when he was here. They asked him, they said, what do you like more, winning? What motivates you more, winning or the fact that you hate losing? He said, neither one. I'm motivated because I want to be the best player that I can be. I want to be the best version of myself. I'm a perfectionist. I work hard every day. I want to be better than I was yesterday. And I know I can never be perfect and I never, I'll never be a perfectionist, but I certainly want to do everything I can to close the gap. Well. That's, a, that's an internal challenge that I think, you know, everybody should think about uh, because um, it's too easy to be average. You know, it's too easy to uh, be comfortable with doing certain things and, and not being the best you can be. And I think at this time of the year for our team, you know, our team needs to challenge each other to be the best version of who we are individually and collectively as a team. And it doesn't really matter who we play. Um, so... 
It's not just about winning and losing. It's, and I think in this day and age of football, you get judged on how you win. I mean, I thought, I never thought as a coach or as a player I, that you, you would ever get judged on how you won. But that's true right now in college football. We have judges that evaluate how you won. That's how you get votes. Sure. Terrible. Mm -hmm. All right, so everything out there in the world right, is some kind of external challenge, but really if you want to be good and we want to be good and we have a chance to do something significant here in the next three games uh, that we have, we need to be the best version of ourselves. We need to improve every week, and we can certainly use the support of our fans to help us do that since we're going to play these next two games at home. Amen to that. Coach, thank you as always, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. That's Coach Nick Saban. Rick Carley, thank you, sir, and all the best you, in the future to you. We're back in a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. <laughs> hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a Nissan Titan just by customizing one. Go to NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Build your Titan, choose your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. No purchase necessary. Ends 12 10 18. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. 
Hey Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide. Hey folks, looking ahead, what's on tap is presented by Bud Light. Bud Light, game day's favorite light lager and a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Saturday, the Tide is back home at Bryant-Denny Stadium. First ever meeting with the Bulldogs of the Citadel. Kickoff is at 11 in the morning. Our coverage will begin at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. Hope you can join us from Bryant-Denny Stadium. And don't forget, next Thursday, of course, is Thanksgiving. So the Nick Saban Show and Hey Coach will move back a day. We'll be on the air next Wednesday from here in Tuscaloosa because Thursday of next week is Thanksgiving. Thanks to Jerry Kelly, our studio engineer. Todd Robbins in for Tom Stipe here at the restaurant. Big thanks as always to the coach and to Rick Carley from WBRC Fox 6. I'm Eli Gold. We'll talk to you Saturday starting at 8 in the morning for the Tide and the Citadel. Until then, good night, everybody. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Crimson Tide Sports Network.